Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there, and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike. That's Doug. Dude, hockey starts on Wednesday. Sharks playing on opening night, hosting the Philadelphia Flyers. That's right. Dude, we are ready for season's preview. Cheers to another Cheers. hockey campaign, another Vegas draft, another season preview. It's going to be a shark season, dude. It's going to be a ripper on show today, dude. Lots to cover. Sharks preseason is. In the last game in progress? That's right. They're playing in Vegas tonight. They were up 3-2 when we began recording this tonight. Not a lot of Sharks mainstays in the lineup, although some veterans, uh, uh, Bodker was playing, Joel Ward was playing. I'm not sure what that says about their standing on the team, but uh, right. uh, that's something that's up for debate when we talk about the roster. Chris Tierney also in the lineup tonight. Tim Heed. Timmy. Dylan DeMello, Yoakam Ryan, some of these guys battling out for some of these final roster spots playing tonight. So I'm not sure how much of that their performance tonight will have an impact upon whether they make the team or whether they are in the opening night lineup or not. But there's still some question marks in terms of who's going to be playing and who's going to be lining up next to who. Uh, a little bit of uncertainty going into opening night, too. Yep. And there was uncertainty regarding Joe Thornton as well, although he did play last night and by at least Peter DeBoer's account played well. So I guess his knee is doing okay uh, and he's ready to start the season. Right. It's going to be something to monitor. We'll have to see, you know, if it's going to be a situation and and it wouldn't be surprising and nor would I fault the Sharks that if Sharks are playing on back to back nights, if we do not see Joe Thornton in one or one of those games, um, probably especially early on in the season. We may not see that happen. And for his long-term effectiveness this season, that's probably a good plan in terms of not burning him out early, especially if he's struggling with with a little bit of uh, discomfort or tightness or, or anything like that. So we'll have to keep an eye on it. Although he played with plenty of that in the playoffs this past year. He did, but I think that was a... Uh, a do or die situation that he wasn't going to cave. And this is at the beginning of the year. Did you read the Kurz article? I, I think it was Kurz. I didn't read. It was Pollock, I think, and I didn't oh. read it. Yeah, I, dude, I, I got a deal on The Athletic and I signed up. So I'm a paid subscriber now yeah. for The Athletic. It's been good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm reading Kevin Kurz and Kyle Kami and, yep. and all those and Pierre Lebrun and yep. Custance and all these guys. It's the coverage is good. It is good. And so, yeah, there was an article about Joe Thornton about how basically... Brought to you by The Athletic. Yeah. <laughs> I should get comped after all these plugs. Uh, but there was an article about Joe Thornton, how basically he just essentially lied through his teeth about his knee in, the, in you know last season. And he said, oh, there was nothing on the MRI, which was just like completely untrue. And it didn't really hurt, which was completely untrue. <laughs> all these things. But... I guess that's par for the course. You just you have to you have to hide injuries. You have to tell people everything's fine when it's not. And I guess he was in pretty excruciating pain. His knee was just sort of floating around out there, and and everybody was pretty impressed that he could even do anything. Yeah, the Sharks had a couple guys in situations like that. I mean, Logan Couture basically was like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, you take off that mask, and he looked like that. Right, like everything would fall Ooh, apart. Ooh, hello. Right. Yeah, not good. So it'll be interesting to see with both those guys how they're going to play early in the year. And certainly the Sharks cannot afford to get off to a a slow or poor start. Right. I think in the Pacific, which is going to be a very competitive division, uh, top to bottom. Well, maybe not the bottom. Not the bottom. I mean, there's definitely two teams that are not going to be very good, but... Uh, in the top five, there's some good stuff happening. And there's some teams that used to be layups that are not going to be anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Sharks can't get off to a slow start, especially with their first two games against winnable teams, you know, with 
with Philadelphia and the Kings. Yes. If they drop both those two games and they have a slow start, no bueno, dude. No bueno. Right. So we should, I guess let's start there, dude. Let's let's finish up Sharks and then we'll do the Vegas draft and then sure. we'll do the season preview. So as of today, and obviously things could change, who do you see making the lineup? Well, based on his preseason and his overall Sharks pedigree, Kevin LeBanc needs to be one of the top six forwards. I think he should be skating with Joe and Joe, and let's see what happens. I mean, this guy can finish. That's all he's done his entire junior career is finish. Give him an extended look on that top line. Let him play top unit power play minutes. Let's see what he can do, Mm -hmm. and not in a short audition in an extended look so that we can see if he's going to be a long-term part of this team's future. Right. And so who would that put on the second line, dude? Well, it appears that it's Donskoy and Couture and, you know, that mystery third person. I think that, you know, Bodker is a possibility at this point. Um, It really depends on what they're going to do with Chris Tierney. I thought it was interesting that last night in Arizona he was playing on the wing. Mm. I don't know what that says. I don't know if that means that Ryan Carpenter is going to be the fourth line center. If Ryan Carpenter's not going to be around, if they were just, you know, experimenting with the lineup. Of course, DeBoer's not tipping his hat at all. Of course. But um, I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Tierney in a little bit more of an offensive role. So maybe they will experiment with that a little bit. But I think Bodker deserves a chance to produce mm-hmm. and put him in a situation because playing him in that bottom six. May as well not play, dude. Right. Might as well play somebody else. Really? You, you Seriously. You may as well. I don't see him as a good fit with Hurdle and Meyer. Like, I don't think that he plays the same way they do. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get lost in that, in that role. Any disagreements in the top six so far, dude? No. Uh, no, not at all. I, I'm with you. So, Hur- so, Hurdle and Meyer on the third line then with? Yeah. I mean, I'll... Also, sort of an open question at this point. I, I don't know if it's going to be Sorensen, Ward, Carlson. Yeah. Um, nothing seems to be completely set in stone at this point. I think even Ryan Carpenter's spot on this team was a question mark, at least by Kevin Kurz. I think so, too. And yeah. as I said last week, if he's not on this team when they break camp, that's an epic fail on the front office's part for protecting him and then he can't even make the team? Yeah. Shame on them. Right. Like, that, that's no good. At least Mirko Mueller's going to play in Jersey. <laughs> True. So, um, that's why I, I'll believe it when Carpenter's not on the team when it happens. Because I just think for the Sharks, that's a little egg on their face if Carpenter doesn't break camp with them. And Kurz also said, you know, he gave me a little wake-up call. He said, basically, I don't think... You know, asking, you know, he he did some stuff in the Philadelphia organization before he came west and was covering the Sharks. And I think he talked to a pro scout. And I don't think anybody is super impressed with any of these guys that we've been talking about. Like, no one thinks like, oh, yeah, Kevin LeBanc is going to be a good NHL player. It doesn't mean he won't be. I mean, history is riddled with players that no one thought was going to amount to anything. Dan Boyle. Joe Pavelski. Right. And, And then they end up being good NHL players. But in terms of... In terms of what pro scouts around the league think, no one is real high on any of these guys. Sorensen, Donskoy, Carlson, all these guys that we've talked about. Nobody really thinks any of them have a particularly high ceiling. I'd love to see them prove them wrong, but that that was a little bit sobering to read. Sure. Okay, the, it's not that we have all these great prospects that need to make the lineup and produce. We don't have a lot of great prospects that we're hoping will produce. Well, dude, I, this is not news to me. Like, right. I think the Sharks have been consistently in the bottom third or even bottom quarter of everybody's prospect rankings for the last several years. Mm-hmm. We've chalked it up in part to the Sharks having a lot of their young talent already on the NHL roster. Mm-hmm. So, and they've had to trade some of their picks and, and, and talent in order to maintain a level of competitiveness over the last several years. But as we enter a little bit of an unknown phase in this franchise. These young players who are not on anybody's top 50 prospect list 
Are they ready to contribute? Are they ready to fill the 20-plus goals vacated by Patrick Marlowe? I think LeBanc's got the best shot just because... He has a pedigree of scoring. And, you know, I like Timo Meyer. I don't know what his NHL future is in terms of what type of player is he going to be. Is he going to be more of a third-line agitator? Yeah. Or is he going to be a 20-goal scorer like he was, or 30-goal scorer like he was as a junior player? I don't know. I mean, but... I mean, I've said it before, dude. They need to let these guys play for an extended period of time so they can find out. And I'm worried that they're going to get the hook fast if they aren't able to produce off the bat and that we're going to see this revolving door of Barracuda players coming through because they've got Bar- they've got Goudreau, they've got O'Regan, they've got Carpenter, they've got Sorensen. And we're just going to see this revolving cast of characters to see who sticks. Mashinter. Well, I mean, we're, we've really got a problem if they turn to Mashinter and McCarthy. Mm-hmm. we got a big problem. Yeah. So uh, that should never be the plan. Yeah, if either of those guys is in the lineup this season at all, then you you break the you break the team down to bare wood at that point because yeah, it's, it's over. That's not good. Brandon Bullock in the lineup, bad times. Yeah, they, they should not be playing. That means your young players are a failure or you're not giving them a chance. And, and I, I'm concerned that that's what DeBoer is going to do, that their, their goal is to win the Stanley cup and that they're going to operate as if that's what's going to happen. And they're going to, they, he may feel he can get a better eight minutes out of Brandon Bolig than he will Timo Meyer. And, Jeez. you know, I, I don't know. I mean, we're, yeah. we'll find out beginning on Wednesday, too. That's right. I just, I don't. Well, against a, against a team that is not going to be very good. I mean, Philadelphia is not good. So it'd be nice. <laughs> That's a good yeah, start. I mean, yeah. It, I don't think, I, I did not, uh, when we get to the season preview, I did not rate Philly very highly. Well, either. M- me either. Uh, I, I didn't have them as one of the, you know, five worst teams in the league, but they're definitely in the bottom of the third. Yeah. And they've got a lot of question marks too. I mean, Giroux, Voracek, um, you know, these uh, Simmons, Reed, you know, these guys have trended the other way. Mm -hmm. Maybe not Wayne Simmons, but like Giroux, Mm -hmm. are you still going to build a team around this guy? Yeah. He's regressed and, you know, Philadelphia, they seem to be treading water right now, unsure of which way they're headed. Dude, we're jumping ahead to the season preview, so let's let's get to the Vegas draft. Unless, All right, dude. Unless you have more uh, Sharks news. I don't, dude. Dude, as the loser <laughs> of the Vegas draft again last year, and hold on. Yeah? We don't have to do this, dude. Do you want to do this? Of course. You sure you want to do this? Of course we're You're doing 0-5. this. You're 0-5. I don't care. Okay. All right, dude. Even you a blind get, squirrel finds a nut. You have pages, pages, pages of notes. Pages of notes. But it, I mean, and, and it's odd because I'm looking at them right now and they just repeatedly say, I will not lose the Vegas Cup. I will not lose. Right. See, it's almost like The Shining. Yeah. You know, where you've just written the same All thing. All work over, and no, no play. play. Make Mike a dull boy. That's right. Okay, dude. So you get to choose. Are you going to do the first pick? Or will you take the second and third pick, dude? Or will I do darts? Will you do darts? Since I did research, dude, I can't. I can't do the dart thing. Okay, well, I, I'm. I have too much pride and or stupidity, where I'm gonna choose my own teams again. Okay. Although I do have a slight. I'm gonna employ a slightly different strategy from years past, which will probably not yield any <laughs> significant results. But I am going to employ a different strategy. I'm also going to give you the first pick. Okay. So, because um, you know. We have the. I also have Vegas odds, which I'm sure you've seen. Uh, I'm sure everyone is aware that the Penguins are still the number one team uh, for Vegas. Uh, and one of the reasons why I'm giving you the first pick is I want to see if you're going to take Pittsburgh with it. Well, dude, I will tell you right now, I am not taking Pittsburgh. I would not. I would have been surprised if you I did. I think you know uh, that is not going to happen, dude. My first pick. 
I think they've got the best GM. I think they've got a great core. I think they've got great D. I think they're going back to the cup this time, and I think they're going to win. The Nashville Predators are my first pick. Nashville Predators, your first pick. Okay, that's right. That's a, that's a good pick. I don't know if I would have taken them first, but I like... That's why you don't win the Vegas Cup, dude. That is precisely why <laughs> I don't win the Vegas Cup. You're right. All right, dude. Where are you going? I don't know. I should throw, <laughs> I should throw darts. I should throw darts. Now you're going to make me take Pittsburgh? Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, want you to put me in a position where uh, I have to take Pittsburgh. You knew you put yourself there, dude. Damn it. Damn it. This sucks. I don't like this at all. Oh, man. You know... I can't take Pittsburgh. I'm going to be an idiot. I'm going to take Washington again. <laughs> Wait, no, I take it back. I take it back. No, dude, you said it. No, okay. No, no. Dude, no. You, you, I'll let you I, I'll let you take it back. I'm going to you know, I'm going to stay out of that division completely. I'm going to I'm going to take Edmonton. Okay? I'm going to take Edmonton and I'm going to take Montreal. Wow. I like Montreal, dude. I think that that's a really good pick. You usually hate Montreal. I know. And I'm surprised that you went there. All right. Like I said, it's a different strategy. No, I, 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 I like it. They would have been my next pick. But I was laying off of them because usually you laid off them and I can get them kind of late. I'm clearly laying off Washington and Pittsburgh, so I want to see you <laughs> take them right here. Dude, I'm taking Columbus. You're going to take Columbus? I'm taking Columbus, dude. Wow. Okay. I am taking Columbus and I am taking Tampa Bay. Okay. All right. Columbus and Tampa Bay. Okay, dude. That means I am going to take Minnesota. And I will also take here is where I'm going to take Washington as a value pick. I can't believe that I just got Pittsburgh mm -hmm. with this late of a pick. Yep. I, I will take Pittsburgh. I did not want Pittsburgh. I don't want them either. I, I think the chance of three-peating is almost impossible. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But to take them here, yeah. you got to take them because they will make the playoffs. I understand. Um, I dude, just don't want them. Dude, dead air. I know, dude. I'm sorry. I'm going to take the Calgary Flames. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm going to take the Flames here. You know, I, I think we're, we're seeing a little bit of what's going to happen with the season preview because uh, I think I'm going to take the Ducks here. Um, and I will take... And Toronto. I'm going to take Toronto. Son of a biscuit, dude. He's really hoping to get Toronto with this next pick. Uh, I will take the Dallas Stars. Wow. Wow. Okay. The Dallas Stars. And I will take the I will take the New York Rangers. Okay. That means I am def I'm going to take Chicago. Um and I will take Here we go. Now here's where the money is made. No. No, I'm talking about the, You think here's this, where the money is made? I'm talking about this is where you get some good picks in here, dude. Think about Ottawa last year and yeah. some of these teams that made it and made it far. Yeah, but still never really. Dude, I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, so I took Chicago. So I have another one here. Um, I really don't like doing that. I guess I'm going to take, I'm going to take Florida. Ooh. Hmm. That didn't feel good, did it? No, not particularly. <laughs> not in retrospect. Okay. Let's see. I'm looking at the list here. I am going to take this is a this is now I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna take St. Louis. I assumed you would. And I will also take the 
Carolina Hurricanes. Wow. Okay. All right. That means I'm going to take the Islanders. And uh, let's see. Um, it's funny how no one's taken Ottawa yet. Um, the Islanders, I guess. I mean, we're getting we're getting down to brass tacks here. So I guess I, I guess I will just. I'll take Ottawa. All right, dude. I will take the Winnipeg Jets. Okay. And I will take a team that I think could be a sneaky pick. And you may laugh, but I will take the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, they're, it's a better pick than the freaking Boston. Um, no, no. I, I, Buffalo could be interesting. They could go. I could, see, I could see them going two completely different ways. I'm actually going to take Arizona here. Yeah, they are doormats no more. Uh, yeah, I'll take Arizona, and I will take. Um, oh man, I'm gonna. Hmm, uh, I'll take the Devils. Wow. All right. Not sure why, but all right. I, I will take Boston. Yep. And I will take the Kings. Um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So um We're down can, to the final final three picks. Final yeah. final picks here. Okay, so uh yeah, so yeah, so it's only crap. crap so you teams. pick two and then I get the last two. No, I pick two and you get the last one. There's two left here. But there's what? Vegas. So are we are we gonna take all the teams or what are we gonna do? Yeah, take all the teams with the sharks. Okay. Um so, so you're leaving this, me with two. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll take Philly and uh, and Detroit because who cares? Okay, and that means I have Vancouver and the Golden Knights. All right, dude. Recap it. Okay. One, two, three, four. See, now I think I get another pick. Here. There's got to be another pick, right? Am I am I missing something? No one took. Oh Col- wait! Oh, Colorado. That, mean, that means I get Colorado. Oh, okay. Wait. Well, hold on. I don't want Vegas. Okay, you want Colorado. I want Colorado. Okay. Yeah. And then Vegas. Okay. All right, what am I recapping, dude? Who got who? Yeah. Uh, so in order, I got Edmonton, Montreal, Minnesota, Washington, Anaheim, Toronto, Chicago, Florida, the Islanders, and Ottawa. I'm just going to do those top ones. Uh, equivalently, you got Nashville, Columbus, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Calgary, Dallas, the Rangers. The Blues, Carolina, and Winnipeg. And then the rest are kind of crappy teams. All right, dude. This went a different way. This went a different way than I expected. Okay. It's funny how like the number nine pick was Pittsburgh, which is the Vegas overall. Right. So well, like tell tell me tell me you're thinking about that, dude. Tell me tell me what's because this well, is gonna segue think, into our season. Sure. Preview. Well, I, I think that uh Pittsburgh lost a lot of important pieces. They lost their assistant coach and Rick Tockett. They lost their assistant GM, who's now the GM of the Sabres. They lost Nick Bedino. They lost Matt Cullen. They lost Trevor Daly and um, and more. And, you know, they... They lost Kunitz. They, they lost, lost Haines, Kunitz. They lost Hainsey. Strite, Cullen, like you said, and Flurry. And, dude, I mean, they're still going to be a good team. I just think the odds of three-peating back-to-back-to-back... With, are with those guys gone, that's slim. That's they're exactly slim. why I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to take Pittsburgh. But I don't they're going to be in the playoffs. So you know what you want is a team in the dance, and they'll be there. I think they're in a better position than Washington. I think Washington has lost a lot of key people. They lost Justin Williams. They lost Marcus Johansson. They lost Alsner. They lost Shattenkirk. Yep. They lost uh, Nate Schmidt. Nate Schmidt, like. And they've replaced them with nobody. Right. Like, nobody. They're relying a lot of young players for a team that was already flawed. And, you know, there has the dark cloud around them. I honestly, I, I wanted nothing to do with them. I had them rated 16th. I didn't want them You didn't all. want Washington at all. 
I didn't so want where, them at all. Where do you think they're going to? So let's. This is this is the Metro uh, prediction. Then, so you still you think Pittsburgh is going to win the division? I do not. I think Columbus is going to win the division. I think Columbus. Adder- see, this is where we totally diverge. Because right. see, I th- I saw Columbus as a flash in the pan last year. They okay. had a, they had a real hot month, month and a half. They got insane production from two young kids at exactly the same time. It's possible those kids are now justifiably NHL superstars. I think it's more likely that one or both of those guys is going to regress. Uh I have Columbus below the Rangers. Okay. And Washington and Pittsburgh, actually. Yeah. um, In the Metro. I can't make like a real strong argument that you're wrong. I think that with Bobrovsky, with Seth Jones, with their good young D, adding Panarin makes them better. I think another year of Tortorella. I think this is the year that, given the window of opportunity, with Pittsburgh being down, Washington being down, and the Rangers not exactly a juggernaut, and they lost Derek Stepan. They added Shattenkirk, which, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Shattenkirk is anything but a Mike Green power play specialist at this point. Mm-hmm. Not a good even strength defenseman. If the Rangers are really going to be a team that I can strongly say, you know what, they're going to grab it. I think it's there. I think it's there. This is the year that Columbus gets the Pittsburgh monkey off their back. I definitely, I have them, I have, I kind of charted out. I think that they will face each other in the second round of the playoffs. Hmm. And that, I can't wait for that. And I think that Columbus gets them this time. I think they get them this time. I have Columbus going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Wow. See, I, yeah, I guess we we don't see that uh, the same way. So I guess we're gonna we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. I I like New York. I think Shattenkirk's really gonna help them. I think uh, I think Rick Nash is in a contract year. I think he's gonna be very motivated. Um, certainly, uh, Lundqvist had an off year last year. That guy's a gamer. He's gonna want to come back with a vengeance. I think New York could be a lot better this year. They got rid of Dan Girardi. That was kind of a problem for them. He was he's gone. Uh, I don't know, you know, Stepan's going to hurt. Oscar Lindbergh's going to hurt. Kevin Klein retired. But um, those two guys are going to hurt. But I think, um, you know, they need some offense, and Shattenkirk can really help them with that. So, I, you know, and their D, the rest of their D is pretty solid. I, I think they're, I'm bullish on the Rangers for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I have them in the playoffs. I think they're a good team. I think that they will come in third in the, uh, in the Metro. And I think they'll lose to Pittsburgh in the first round. But I I could also be convinced that they could beat Pittsburgh in the first round. Right. I mean, that division is so strong, you know. Yes. Very yeah. good. Because the Islanders are going to be good, right? I mean, the the whole question are one they? of the big one of the biggest are, questions. Are they going to be good? One of the biggest questions of that division is Tavares and Eberle, is that going to be this magical combination like sure. a lot of people have talked about? And if it is, they could be Pretty good. Yeah, dude, I could see them scoring four goals a night and also letting in six. Like, I think beyond Nick Letty and uh, the other guy. The other guy. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember his name. He used to be on the Bruins. Boychuk. Boychuk. They got nothing. They got nothing. They just traded their best defenseman to Calgary yep. for some picks. And, you know, uh, their goaltending situation, not great. I think they're going to struggle. I could see Garth Snow going full panic mode and trading all kinds of, of assets. It'll be interesting to see how Josh Hosang plays. If he's good, yep. that could be good for them. But the Andrew Ladd signing has been a big bust for them. And, you know, I don't think the Islanders are, are going to be in the mix much at all. And I could see Garth Snow being in a real bad spot if they're bad early. What's he going to do? You going to trade Tavares? You kind of have to. Yeah. In a way. At that point, but I don't think he's he not going to resign. But I don't think he will. I think he's going to go panic mode and trade all kinds of assets to try and put a band aid on this to get to the playoffs and keep Tavares, and then Tavares will just leave anyways and leave that franchise in rubble. <laughs> so, dude, you so clearly you think Carolina's the next best team here? I like Carolina. I like what they added. I think Scott Darling is an upgrade. Kruger, Trevor Reemsdyke. Justin Williams, they had a good, strong, young core. Mm-hmm. Good young D, for sure. Good young D. I, I don't have them making the playoffs, but they're going to be a pain in the butt. Yep. And, you know, if, if things go right for them, I think they could make the playoffs. I don't think it's it's impossible, but um, that's it's so difficult to 
to be a playoff team right. in in the Eastern Conference. I thought the I thought the Devils kind of worked. Actually, well, I'm a liar. I have them in the playoffs. I have them as the last wild card team playing Montreal. So, I think uh, the Devils worked uh, Washington for Marcus Johansson, and that can make them a lot better. Sure. Ta- obviously, Taylor Hall. Yeah. On the team is going to help. Um, they're D also horrible. <laughs> and you know, Marco Mueller, dude. They're, they're dude. They're D also horrible. <laughs> and th- they, but hopefully they'll continue to do this the right way. They added yep. this kid who's getting great reviews. The first round, the first number one overall pick. Yep. And if they could just be patient and continue to add good young players around the core that they have, they're going in the right direction. It's just, I'm not saying they're going to get anywhere this year. No, they're going to be better. They're better. Yeah. They're definitely better. The worst team is the Flyers. Is the Flyers. The Flyers they're the worst, worst team and they have no direction. But I think, you know, it, the Islanders, I think, could be also, they're below New Jersey in, in my book. Really? I just think that they, that's a mess and that's going to be a distraction all year. Unless Tavares Unless, and Everly click. Right. Right. That could be an. They un- click and they win. That could be a, a pretty tough combination. To they face. need to win. Yeah. If they click and they win, you're right about great. that. Great, dude. Atlantic. Yeah. I think both of us think Montreal is the best team in the Atlantic. Um, gosh, I I would have taken them next, like um, but it was with severe puckering. <laughs> uh, I like the the trade. Like, if you would ask me if we would trade Radulov and Markov for Drouin. uh Drouin and Alsner, I do that every single day of the week. Absolutely. So I think they're better. They got way in that respect. Better. They've got a full year of Claude Julien. Still don't think it's a good like forward group. Right. That's the problem. But can Drouin become this offensive force? Well, he's going to have the opportunity. He's definitely right? going to have every opportunity. So um Carey Price makes them the best team. Yeah. If Carey Price is healthy and the D plays well in well in front of him, but I think the Atlantic has has gotten better. It's mm-hmm. better than it was last year. Well, can Tampa Bay stay healthy? This is why yeah. I didn't want to take Tampa Bay sure. as my best team in the Atlantic because can Tampa Bay stay healthy? If yeah. Stamkos can stay healthy, they could easily be the best team in that division. Right. If he doesn't, they could miss the playoffs like they did last year. Yeah, I, I'm. I was willing to bet on them staying healthy, um, but it was a risk for sure. But. You know, when I'm picking these teams, I'm looking for teams early that I think can run the table. And if it goes right for them, I think they can. Yeah. So um, it's going to hurt losing Druan and replacing him with Kunitz. I don't like that very much. But if they're in the mix, Eisenman's a good GM. He'll add yeah. if they need to add. I trust him to make the right decisions. And um, I believe that they will bounce back. So I think we both think... Toronto's the next best team. I do. I I think that it'll be interesting to see how Toronto performs now that everybody expects them to be good. That's right. They're That's a, the question. They're under the microscope now. They're not going to sneak Even up on anybody. Even more so than before. Yeah, no one's going to think, oh, Toronto's a sleeper. Everyone's going to think Toronto's good. They're going to make the playoffs. Right. Patrick Marlowe's going to give them 30 goals, and they better be good. Right. So uh, can they take the heat, dude? We'll see. I mean, the fact that they have the best coach in the league makes you feel like they'll be ready. Right. But I don't think they're ready to be the number one team in that division. I think they're a playoff team. And that Tampa Bay-Toronto first-round series that I have projected would be a lot of fun. I think watch. they need at least another D, and Ron Hainsey is not it. Right. And and if they're playing well, they're in position to make those kind of moves. So I think that they can add if necessary. Yep. Okay, dude. Uh I had Florida next, but I think you disagree with that. I do. I think that, you know, the, again, their blue line is awful. It's horrible. After Ekblad and Yandel, it's it, it's bad. And I think their goaltending situation is confusing. Luongo and Reimer, they're going to be a tandem? Really? Like, I mean, okay. I mean, like, if neither of them are good enough to be the number one, I feel like that could be a distraction at some point. Good young forward group. I like some of their young forwards, but you know, I saw an article written about them that they lost like thirty percent of their scoring in the offseason for a team that already was like in the bottom third in scoring. Right. And they didn't. But exactly... keep in mind the reason why they lost a lot of that scoring is because the guys they thought were going to score were all hurt. 
That's true. So, yeah, they lost UC Okanen, but come on, no one's building an yeah, offense they, around okay, UC Okanen. But they lost Yagen, Yager. They lost. Uh, they they lost um, uh, March to, so right, the, and the they Knights. lost another player to uh, the Golden Knights. Riley so Smith. I I think that hopefully for the sake of that franchise, Dale Talon is going to be patient. They'll continue to add to this young core and not, you know, by trading Jason Demers to basically get rid of that money, yeah. which is a bad contract. He's not worth that money. Like that's the kind of stuff they should be doing. Like let's 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 try and, you know, rid ourselves of some of these bad decisions and and get better. I think that I think the next best team is Buffalo. I think that Buffalo could be this year's Toronto very easily in that they've got some good young players there. They made some good additions. They I'll made give them some that. good additions. I like Scandella. Yep. I think Pominville for round two will be interesting. Uh, Nathan uh, Bolio is a good pickup for almost nothing. Uh, their goaltending situation makes me nervous. I don't love Robin Leonard. I think Chad Johnson adds some stability to that. But Phil Housley and the new GM, I just I think the vibe there is going to be different. You could see maybe an actually productive Evander Kane. They can come at you in a lot of different ways. Yep. I think they got Ryan O'Reilly. They've got Jack Eichel. They've got Evander Kane. They've got Kyle Ocposo. Like They've got some good talent. So this is the year, I think, that they take a step forward and won't be enough. But it, it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me if they were very competitive for a playoff spot all the way to the end. I could see that. I still think Buffalo has top, better top high-end talent, which is why I put Buffalo ahead of them. Um, it's hard to beat Krejci and Marchand and that core. Right. right? I, I think that those guys are all a step ahead of the players you just mentioned. I am not excited about... I mean, if I was a Boston fan, I would not be super excited. I mean, those players are great, but they're, they don't have a chance to really go anywhere and they're not really heading in the right direction, but their their top end players are still great players. Yeah. I mean, I think Boston is in a similar position as the sharks. Like they're similar position. You've got Jara, you've got Bergeron and Krejci all on the wrong side of their careers. At least Boston has a real exciting young player in Charlie McAvoy, who a lot of people think might win be rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. And they've got Tuka Rask. I wouldn't count them out for a playoff spot just because any team that has Tuka Rask has got a chance. Right. And Ottawa, I thought, was the fluke, so I put Ottawa below Boston for whatever reason, but I don't really have a super strong opinion. Yeah, I these were my notes on Ottawa. I don't think they can do it again. <laughs> that's all I wrote. Right, right, that's exactly I just it. don't. I don't think they can do it again. I think replacing Mark Mathot with Johnny Oduya is yeah, that's... funny. And the fact that they even let Mathot leave... Yeah, was a huge mistake. Uh, they didn't get better; they got worse. Yes, and I don't think that they can duplicate that performance. And Detroit is this is a this is a crazy set of affairs that yeah. we think Detroit is going to be the consensus worst team. Yeah, I wrote four words: they have no shot. That's all I wrote. Right, they have they no, got no sh- shot. They have no shot, and they really don't have. They don't have a lot to look forward to. I mean, to this either. is the first time in 25 years we can say that about Detroit. How crazy right. is that? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're in trouble. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. Okay, dude. Uh Central. Yeah. Well, I I I have Nashville as the best team in the Central. I know they lost some key people in uh Mike Fisher and um losing James Neal. That hurts. Yeah. But that, I, that's that's why I did not I put I put Minnesota as the best team in the Central because I wonder what James Neal is going to do to that offense. Sure. James Neal is a big part of that offense. Yeah. Nick Benino is a good player, uh, but that's not the same. Well, I think Nick Benino is a better player than Mike Fisher. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a better leader than Mike Fisher, but I think that's a good trade-off. I don't think they'll miss Colin Wilson that much. Right. And, you know, can Hartnell find the magic and chip in 20 goals. I don't know, but the thing is I trust David Poyle to make make some sort of move. And that's why I I just keep waiting for them to end up with Matt DeShane. Like I I'm just waiting, yeah. dude, because I feel like he's been able to make some incredible moves. They were so close last year. This is a team that is trending in the right direction, and I think Nashville wins the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, I I like Minnesota. 
as the best team in that division. I'm not so sure I would put them in the finals ahead of Nashville, but I think they're going to win the division for whatever reason. I, I, they lost some guys, but they're still got a lot of top-end talent that I think, ha- on paper, they are the best team in that division. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I'm down on Minnesota. I think that they choked hard last year, and their core also is on the wrong side of the age uh, mm-hmm. game. Suter, Parise had Parise had his worst year as a as a pro in recent memory. Uh, Eric Stahl had a great year last year after having some bad years. Which Eric Stahl is it going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, losing uh, Scandella. I don't think that can be overlooked. I think they. I can't remember who they replaced him with. If it, if Kyle Quincy was the. They got Kyle. Quincy. I mean, like that's that's not close. No, it's not. And I don't trust Bruce Boudreau, dude. I don't trust him. He's a horrible playoff coach. I think they'll be there. They'll be in the playoffs. So do you have St. Louis or Chicago next? Um, I have Chicago next and Me too, and I don't feel great about it. But oh, no. well, but they're dude, getting the no, band back together. They brought yeah, back Sod and they brought back Patrick Sharp. Sorry, dude. I, I do not have Chicago next. You have St. Louis. I have Dallas next. You have Dallas next. I, and dude, and I, I don't How? I think that there are major flaws with these other teams. And here's my read on Dallas. I don't like it, and as I started to rate these teams, I actually my initial take on Dallas was I don't like it. I think Hitchcock is could could severely screw up this run and gun fun. Yeah, they're not that, a defensive that, team that these guys have. Um, I don't trust Ben Bishop. Is he better than Letnin and Niemi? Of course, but I, he has not been a good number one NHL goalie for two years. He's been hurt a lot. I don't think that he's someone who I'd want to... I would not be happy if that's who the Sharks brought in to be their number one goalie. He hasn't proven that he's capable of doing that in terms of staying healthy. They have no D beyond... Uh, <laughs> so how are, you putting, how are you putting because them ahead I of St. Louis? Because I think the other teams... I think because the other teams have equal problems and I'm looking for upside. And I think that if everything goes right for Dallas, they could make the conference finals. If but I don't think St. Louis can. I don't think Chicago can, dude. I think Chicago is has got major problems. Like I think they have some great top end talent. Their time has come and gone. But Dallas doesn't even have that. Here, here's here's my problem with Dallas. The two most important people they gained were Hitchcock and Alexander Radulov. No, I mean uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, can you imagine trying to get Radulov play defense? That that is a team that does not know where they're going. How sure. could you sign Radulov for six years and get Ken Hitchcock? Well, they they added Martin Hansel, they added Bishop, they added Radulov, um, Mark Mathot. They added Mark Mathot. I think they. I mean, those are four useful players. Um, and they can be difference makers if everything goes right. So I guess that I was trying to project that I don't, I'm not worried about it. Cause I think I have the team that's coming out of the central mm-hmm. it's Nashville. Right. But, um, I'd like their upside. If everything came together more for them, if it all worked under Hitchcock, they have the two best players that are better than any of the players on Minnesota or St. Louis. They have Ben and they have Sagan. Sagan. So if it worked, great. Am I confident that it's going to work? No, not confident. <laughs> I can see it being a hot mess. But I think St. Louis has almost no upside. Like they all were, At least they have a team that's all pulling on the rope the same way. That's clearly what they did last year. They did that for like 30 games under Mike Yo. Does Mike Yo have a good coaching track record beyond what happened last year? They got a bump. That's not a good team. Like, I mean, that's, that's, they're okay. They still got one of the five best players in the league. True. And after that, what do they have? Like, Brad, I mean, like, they have Braden Shen. They do. I mean, you know, <laughs> they paid a ransom for Braden Shen. I know, I know. Who is not worth and it. Bo Bennett. They got and, Bo Bennett. Dude, I mean, they're not bad. I think it's going to be scrappy near the bottom there. And it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, so the central is is a dogfight. Like it's going to be rough, definitely. Is Winnipeg going to be good at all? Yes, I think that Winnipeg is going to be significantly better. Now, um, you know, I've been waiting. I took them early last year, and that really bit me. I did it again this year just because, you know, they also have 
really good high-end young talent. Yeah, they do. Line A and, and Shifley and, and yeah. uh, you know everybody overlooks uh, and I can't even remember his name right now that guy that everybody the, overlooks the guy who's the captain of their team <laughs> I can't even remember his name it's embarrassing yeah, dude but sad you know uh, they've got Dustin Bufflin they've got Tyler Myers they've got Truba I I just I have a hard time getting behind the Steve Mason situation sure. there but. I think they're going to be competitive. And I think that some of these teams could go down and that they could rise. It's possible. And Colorado sucks. So we don't need to talk about that. Correct. Western dude. Are you going with Vegas and saying Edmonton's going to win the division? Um, no, you're not. You're going with Calgary. I'm going with Calgary, dude. I, okay. Um, I think that Mike Smith, is that the key? Um, I think that Mike Smith helps. I think that Hamannick is the key. I think that they're they have the best blue line in maybe the in NHL. Hockey. Yeah, maybe in hockey. And that when you have a good goalie in Smith and a great blue line in front of it, and you can score goals, that's a recipe for success. And they've been they've been on the rise. I think this is the year that they take the step forward. I like their team. Their their collective team better than Edmonton. I think it's a better team. Edmonton has the two best players, right? But I think that collectively Calgary is better, and this is the year that they pass them. The question is, can Edmonton get their defense sorted with the same core? And is Ryan Strom going to help them and step into a role different than Jordan Eberle? That's the question, right? I mean, they got the best player in the world who's getting better. So it's hard for me to count out Edmonton as the best team in the in the Pacific. Yeah, I I wouldn't count them out at all. Um, and I, An- and Anaheim, I think, is still going to be good. Anaheim's good. You don't you don't I, yeah they're going to finish ahead of the Sharks. Um, I think Anaheim is good. Um, I think that you know they've got a lot of injury problems. They're going to be out Vatnin. They're going to be out. Um, I think it's uh Lindholm is out. They're going to be without. Um. God, mm. pain in the ass. Second line center. Oh, you mean uh, Kessler? Kessler is out until I think Christmas. Oh, so you know, I don't know. I think that's a problem. Yeah. I think that they're going to start slow, like last year, and make a run at the end and find their way in there um, at the last minute. Now, dude, I I got to take this back, dude. I hate to eat my own words, but. I do have the Oilers winning the division. Oh, okay, okay. But I do have Calgary going to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. So um, I have Edmonton, then Calgary, then the Ducks as the one, two, three in the Pacific. Do you have the Sharks fourth? I have the Sharks as a wild card, dude, and I have them playing Edmonton again just because I think that's pure torture. <laughs> I have Calgary playing the Ducks also because I think that's the most dramatic situation. Yeah. Calgary not having one in Anaheim, I think. I don't know if they in years, if ever. I mean, like I, I don't know. It's it's been, it's been forever. So um, yeah, I've got the Sharks playing Edmonton again because I think that that's just funny. So is Arizona going to be better than the Kings? Yes, I believe so too. I think they will be. Um, the wild card for the Kings is always Jonathan Quick. I mean, when he's good, he's one of the best, if not the best. But the Kings are essentially the same team that has been trending downward except with a different coach. So I don't know how that really changes much. Right. Um, I think their time has come and gone. They didn't really do anything to get better. They got Mike Camilleri. Yeah, they didn't do anything to get better. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Arizona got a lot of guys to get better. They sure. got Derek Stepan. They got yeah. Nicholas Yarmerson. It's an odd year, and, and I think it'll be interesting to see how that, that team functions with actual possible expectations. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be completely different. Different coach, different GM, different players. No Doan, no Smith, no. Um, I'm Rodham I'm, Verbata. I'm, 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 you know, no Verbata. So we'll see. I, I'm Arizona is not the doormat anymore. No, they they they're going to be dangerous. They could be dangerous. They they and they could they could sneak in there. You know, what I mean, it, it could happen. Yeah, you know. Um, Vancouver's going to be horrible. Vancouver's going to be horrible and Vegas slightly more so. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, in terms of the Sharks, dude, uh, I've seen all kinds of different opinions on this. 
Uh, Wait, the, I want to say one thing about the Sharks. Dude. Yeah. I, I use CBS to get my list of additions and losses. You know, like that's one thing you can use. Who do they get? Who do they lose? The Sharks are the only team in the NHL. Key additions? None. None. Right. Sharks, only team. It's true. Every other team added something, not the Sharks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and you know the 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 TSN guys on their hockey central at noon they did went around the table and picked the playoff teams none of them picked the sharks to make all the of them unanimously said sharks are out so that made me feel bad I read the Atlantic sports writer uh, NHL writers uh, predictions for the NHL season, based on his computer model, he has the Sharks winning the Pacific. Who's this? Um, one of the Atlantic. One of the guys? Yeah, one of the guys. So, I don't know. <laughs> what you the can't, hell? You can't get any... Weirder than that. Weirder than that. I think if I had to be in court and make a case for it, I could make a case for it either way. Sure. See, the Sharks are essentially the same team, minus Patrick Marlowe, that should have won the Pacific last year if they didn't get injured. They have some electrifying talent in Brent Burns, Logan Couture, Joe Pavelski. They have arguably the best shutdown defender in the NHL and Mark Edward Flasic. And nothing's changed. I mean, so other my, other than losing Marlowe, who at times has been a distraction. So there's your case for it. Right. Case against it? There's a team that was third in the Pacific and they got worse. Yeah, that you don't have to say more than that. Key right. additions, none. Right. Key additions, right? none. And they have a core of young players that's completely unproven and unheralded. And so, and no particularly high uh, touted uh, young players in the system. So now it's wait and see. Now it's wait and see. And watch. And what happens, dude? This is why they play the games, dude. This is why they play the games, dude. Um, and in terms of the Vegas bet, we will shall see. <laughs> You know, uh, I hate my picks already. <laughs> I ha- I I I have to say that I got the two teams exactly the two teams that I wanted at the end, so I don't know if- Vancouver and uh, <laughs> no, no, I got wanted, I got Columbus, Vancouver and, and uh, Colorado. I got Columbus and Nashville, and I got uh, Calgary. So I have Montreal and Columbus in the Eastern Conference Finals, and Nashville and Calgary in the Western, and I got three of the four. So. I could be way right, dude. Yep. Or this could be your year. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> dude, we're days away from the beginning of the season. Sharks right. versus Flyers on Wednesday. Going to the game. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I think there's a lot of questions. I, I'm very curious to see who who even plays and who they're lined up with. Yeah. And what the general philosophy for the year is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to find out pretty quickly, you know, in that first game and those first couple shifts, things aren't going right. And he starts mixing and matching lines. You know, is that going to be how this script is going to play out this year? Yeah. Are we going to see the Sharks have a little bit of patience and let these young guys put up or shut up? Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting, dude. Go Sharks. Go Sharks. (laughs) Enjoy the season. Hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Another podcast. See you. Hate the show? Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.